guys, welcome to Status Random with Sean. This is episode 59, and today we are talking about the changes of going on deployment and then coming home. So we're going to get two sides of the spouse, the, aka the dependent, and B, the active duty member. So on today's podcast, I have a special guest, and he's someone I've never met before. What? I'm just kidding. It's my husband. He's back from deployment. I'm back. Hi. Wait, don't they do ha? Who, who's doing that? Or ha 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 ha, yay! Okay, so anyways, he's going to give his perspective on what it's like before deployment and when he comes back, and I'm going to give you my perspective. So who wants to go first? Uh, go ahead. Okay, so first of all, the American Red Cross um, put out a page on msmu.edu, and it's called Coming Home from Deployment, the New Normal. So before going to deployment, in my eyes, you're preparing for them to leave, and you're coming up with routines, and you're doing all these things, and then they leave, and then you're sad the first week, and then after that, you're like in your own new normal. Everybody gets, you get the phone call at this specific time, right? Like you called at the same time almost every day, and if you didn't, I thought something was wrong. And then when you get in this new normal, everybody is happy and and everything goes smoothly, right? So the whole four months, I didn't get sick, but I got a, a sinus infection, and then that was it. Then my husband walks in the door, five seconds after he walks in the door, my period starts. Hold on, this is coming back now. Now, hold this on. talking about before. Yes, but I want to lay this out first. He walks in that door, and my period starts immediately, and then number two, the next day, I am in a fetal position and such horrible pain that I have to go to the ER. I was fine for four months. And then it's like my body was like, oh, he's home. He can watch the kids. Let's make you fall apart. Anyways, so that was a side note. There are different points. So service members coming home from deployment, there are coping strategies. There's prepare yourself for the change. Find your off switch. Energize yourself. Communicate, normalize your experience, and take time to reflect. Managing the changes when your loved ones return. This is the hardest part for me is the return. For 12 years, you have deployed how many times? Three. But then countless other times you've left yeah. for things. It's so hard for me when he comes back home. Now, we're, I guess we're just going to go to my perspective first. Right, I see that. When he comes home, actually, I get more angry and upset at him before he comes home like literally a couple days before because I'm preparing myself for the worst like he's going to come in and ruin the routine the kids are going to not go to bed at the time we specifically do you know all the routines are going to change and then he'll come home and be the happy daddy that plays video games and here I am still cooking and cleaning and doing everything without any help but I will say that's how it normally happens but with COVID my lovely husband's home for about 955 days, it feels like. Out of the year, yeah. Out of the year. <laughs> so, all he can do, because he's under isolation from being away, is play video games. And cook and cook. He cooks. He's been barbecuing. He's been playing video games. He's been cleaning. But I don't know if you were cleaning just because I was sick. Okay. Okay, good. So, there's the truth. So, let's hold that to him in about... Day 100 and see if he's still doing it. 956. No, because that would be after. I need it before the end. Oh. Like, it has to continue. No, I'm saying 
confirm on day 956 out of 955 out of the year. Sure. But it is, um, I still notice that the kids do come to me for more things because they're not used to him being home. Or I'll say one thing when he was gone and then now he comes home and changes it. Like our youngest had a little bit of a fit last night about it. And I just say, daddy's home. (laughs) Things got to change. All right, so your perspective. What is your perspective before you leave? Before I leave, it is a bit chaotic. Not here so much, but just getting things ready and making sure things are ready here as well. Um, well, you have to get, like, documents ready and so forth. Like Yeah, but I think kind of like what you were saying about the differences of each one happening, it's, like, it's become easier so, like, this time was like, oh, hey, by the way, I came home. Here's all these power of attorneys. And, like, it just kind of went fluid because it's easy stuff and we know what we need to take care of. Oh, for leaving, yeah. Yeah. Home-wise, fine. Work-wise, a little bit crazy because I just, you know, not trying to bash people like that, but it does seem like there's a lot of miscommunication, but that's not really in my control. It's the game telethon. Yes. So that's the whole military is that um, game telephone. It is it is a challenge I'm not gonna say it's not a challenge to move people and things around, but you know They're definitely not prepared to fill spots and do all these things. They wait till the last minute. Right. And this is something that does happen normally, so it should I feel like it should feel smoother, but it mm-hmm. is not as smooth as it should be. So that adds more stress onto you? Yes. A lot of chaos, and it's hard coming home. And then, yes, of course, when it leads up to the day, it can be very stressful um, and sad for that week. You say a week. I say it's like two weeks. That's what I'll call it a normal time. But then still, <laughs> when I'm like around new people, which I have that problem in person in a normal scenario. He's got to trust people. Like, now get to I'm, feel them out. Yes. Now I'm meeting all types of new people, which is normal, too, in the military. But, you know, now I have to break break the wall down to then meet these people which is not an easy feat for me um the first two weeks or three weeks you were gone i was like are you gonna call this much every time remember it was like three times a day he'd be like like, morning afternoon it was it was dinner dinner was the main thing like my day would pass and you know the gym was a little weird with the hours at first because of covid because of covid they're their pool wasn't open yet. Oh, that's nice. So, you had a pool. Yeah, and I didn't have a way to get to the other locations. I'm going to give away my vacation. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll get to that. Yeah, so it was kind of weird at first. And the, the, the place to eat was open certain hours of the day. So when it came to the dinner time, I just called y'all at that. Like, yeah, this is the new normal. How I'm going to work. So for a lot of people, spouses... When your active duty member gets deployed to different places, that's not a hazardous place. And they go to places that might be a little tropical and beautiful. And then you see that they're having the time of your life and you're at home raising the kids, still waking up early to take them to school, doing this, all appointments and so forth. You can tend to get a little bit upset and jealous and pissed off and raged. But what's more frustrating is when... You're at home, and your night, like, you can't sleep at night and this and that, and then your husband calls you the next day because he's either 
hungover from the night before. Or he's like, oh, I gotta go because I'm going to the beach. I'm sorry. This jealous, right? So it could put, like, not damage on your relationship, but it can make it a little sour at times when they deploy to those places. Because when they go to places that are hazard, you're like, they can't drink, they can't do this, there ain't no beach, and none of this stuff. Yeah, we know what they're doing. They don't spend no money, nothing. But when you have to have a talk with your spouse who goes to a tropical place and tell them, hey, bro, you may be making this amount of money, but you spent this amount of money, so we don't got any of it left. And luckily, my husband is the type of person that reeled it in. Because he knew that when he came home, it was going to be the topic of our conversation, was it not? I felt like things were fine. And also, when your husband makes fun of people that drink Trulies, and then he becomes a Truly drinker when this he's is, gone. By the way, we're not sponsored by Truly. I just want to throw that out there. So please I'm just don't saying. sue my wife and her lovely <laughs> podcast and very successful podcast. I'm just saying that... When you say, I will never drink that, oh my gosh, and then here he is drinking them. But my husband is also, at times on deployment, a freeloader. <laughs> because uh, if it's there, true. he'll drink it. I did not buy those. I bought one pack of Trulies the entire time I was there. <laughs> Anyways. Alright, so let's get to your point of how it feels when you return. Like, leading up to returning. Because for me, like I said, I get really upset and, and take things out on you. At the very beginning, because I'm preparing myself to get all my emotions out, so when you come home, I can have it unloaded. That that is that is something. I don't really, <laughs> I don't have a word for it yet, but I mean, I guess we're, since we're personalizing it to our experiences, I might not notice it either. And and then when you mentioned, I noticed when you mentioned it earlier in the podcast that that's what you're doing uh, is getting these emotions out, and I'm just kind of like, but. You know how I am. I'm very, like, easy going, like, oh, it's going to be fine. But I do have these little things, like, with our youngest being mad at me last night. I get it. But I think she got it, too. You know, I think if had she been a little younger, she might have been a little bit more upset. But, you know, I think that's just the whole, how the whole co-parenting thing works. You've been doing your own thing for a right. while. I can only do so much from the phone. And that's something I think we learned on the last appointment, like, you can only well, the last, parent last so much one. on yeah. the phone, but, uh... But also, you know. if you want to ask him a question, he's going to say no. So who do they go to? They know they could butter me up by giving kisses, but I love you so much. I'm like, yeah, go ahead. Go have it's, a cookie before dinner. Go ahead. Look, it's the classic good cop, bad cop. But you can't always play the bad cop. Why not? You got to give a little bit of a good cop. cop. That makes you the good cop. No, because when you were gone, I was the worst parent ever. And then our oldest said... And now you can be the best parent ever. And I'll be the best parent. That's all right. I got this. Anyways. All right. What about when you actually come home? What is your emotions like? Oh, it's exciting. Like? It's definitely exciting. Because you get... You do get used... It's like you guys have routine. I have routine too. But my routine is probably... If there's nothing Less going on routine. that day, it's yeah. not very exciting at all. It's like, whew, I got up today. I brushed my teeth. I'll probably eat here in like an hour that's your biggest day and then like i'll Mine sit is around keeping two people alive three people including myself yeah i'm keeping myself alive too that's a huge task <laughs> depending on especially if it's like a friday or saturday no well, sometimes it's food i eat that's what day. but no i or if i have nothing to do or have no way to get around which it happened more than i would have liked it to thank you jesus i uh you know eat and play video games or catch up on emails from work I felt I was actually trying to see if we were getting another assignment. That's really what I was. Uh, we're finding but, uh, out soon where we're going, hopefully. 
that's what my day would consist of. And then I'd watch movies at the end of the day. And that was it. Nothing really sad. So then thinking about coming home and coming home to an actual home. Like a lion's den. That's what I feel like you probably feel like. Not coming a into a lion's den. den. No. I don't. Like a snake pit? Like us. Like come on in. And, and then we're I... nice. And then we're like, yeah. You're not no. doing it the way we do it. Rawr. I think I think the vibe was set good with surprising the kids. So. Oh, yeah. We did a great surprise. Yeah. So. My kids thought my friend was coming over for her birthday. We're going to celebrate her birthday early. But really, they didn't know was I hung up the signs that they made for him on the front door so they couldn't see it. So when he came to the door, he could see them. But then I told her, we'll open the door and we'll sing happy birthday. And our oldest was in pure shock her face looked like we she said in her mind i do she not like even, surprises she was closest to me and she wasn't even the first to hug me it was her youngest first our youngest goes great. wait a minute oh. that's daddy and, and then they said after that is is your friend really coming over still i'm like <laughs> they probably like her better see so now i'm back to bad cop she's like their there second mom Okay, so when you actually get home, mm-hmm. and after days pass, I mean, without COVID, I mean, because COVID has made it. Let's give that some time. It's only been like three days. <laughs> has it only been three days? Exactly. I feel like we're like already on day nine. Oh, what was today the seventh? Oh my gosh, it's only been three days. Mm-hmm. By the way, I had to give my husband a COVID test. Oh, that was fun. And he you was felt bad about that? Crying. Oh yeah, it's, it's sensitive, but I wasn't hurt. It didn't hurt. It was just weird. You lucky I wasn't mad at you. You said I would have really made you cry. Like, ah. Well, that's 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 what I thought initially. We still got to do a day eight test, so okay. don't make me mad around day seven, eight. Mad. You got mad at me for this podcast. I did because my husband thinks he's joking, but his facial expressions make it look like he's serious, so he doesn't get like a little haha at the, the end. But then I get told I have the same facial expression for everything. Yes. So I'll, how am I in the wrong there? Uh, I, I don't even know that I have the same facial thing. Why don't you practice it in the mirror? Like, hold a mirror up, and then I'll say something to make you mad, and then I'll make you something Can happy. Face? His you face always looks like face. he has to poop. That is it. When he's upset, he's got to poop. Or the biggest thing men, or not men, but my husband will say is, <sighs> okay. Now, ladies, if a man says, <sighs> okay, you know you're going to go do it yourself, right? Because you don't want to hear him bitching and playing about anything else. Okay. That's what... <laughs> Stupid. Anyway, so we weren't really helpful in this podcast. What was helpful? I don't think we really helped anybody out. No. I think it's it's normal, if particularly <laughs> if you are... Well, maybe not even military. If, you, if you're in a relationship with somebody that does travel, um, especially nowadays, if you travel overseas and have to come back and quarantine all that stuff. Um, the transition period is just a little bit different than what it would normally be. I also believe that if he don't take five seconds to call you, he don't care. What? Point blank. Where did that come Remember from? Remember that movie? Um, what's that movie you called? If you say what I think you're going to say. What, what do I say? He's just not that into you? It takes five seconds. You know, there's other ro- romantic movies out there. That no, but this one is true. It takes five seconds to send a text, five seconds to say, hey, I miss you, I love you, click. That's less than five seconds. If someone says, I don't have time, bullshit. Bullshit. I didn't say that. No, not you. I'm just oh. saying, like, for other people listening, like, unless 
they're like in a combat zone and they that's can't different, call. Though. That's yeah, different. That's but if they're in yeah. a tropical place, it takes five seconds. I'm just saying, you did it. You called. But he did not call for a couple of days one time, but he about one lost day. his head. Was it one day? Because it felt like a whole week. It was a day. But you had texted me like that. So technically. Oh, but see, it took me. No. Listen, also, if your husband is like my husband, when he gets away to a tropical place and he thinks he's 21 again and likes to go out and drink, don't hold it against them. But remember, your day will come. And that day will come when I go with my friends on a trip and I get white girl wasted. Go on a trip. I told you to go on a trip when I got back. Yeah, but if it was an emergency, you can't leave. What? You're in isolation right now. Oh, yeah, right now. I mean, yeah, once this is over. Oh, yeah, no. Balls to the wall. Balls to the wall. Amsterdam, here we come. So, anyways, <laughs> uh, thank you. Oh, are we, do we, oh, do you have more? Is there more? No, that's there? it. I mean, if you're having a hard time and your spouse is not giving what you need when they're deployed, remember, they could be depressed, they could have anxiety, they could be overworked and underpaid. But when they come home, it's a transition. It, it's, a new normal. The first couple of days will be like fairy tale land, and then after that, you may want to rip their head and testicles off. But it's okay because it's normal. Just don't actually do it. And even though it is difficult, and communicate. That's definitely where I was going with that. Thank you for the segue. Okay. Even though it can it, it can be difficult <clears throat> for some people. Um, Why you look at me? No, I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm actually gonna reference myself here. Okay. But uh, sometimes try to talk it out. You know, like like. My lovely host said here. Host, I am the only are, host I'm, of this. That's okay. I'm, I'm building up your brand here, bro. Relax. It's no. bruv in England. <laughs> bruv. Uh, communicate, yes. So, even if it's difficult for your your SO to um, not talk it out, just keep banging that topic in the head. It's, it's going to have to get talked about at some point, whether it's where they're at or when they come back because they're going to have to come back at some point. Yeah, just remember, even if it's hard for you, it's probably hard for them too. And so, on that note, we'll leave you with that. We are not therapists. We are not doctors. We are just... And we are not sponsored by treatment. Semi-normal people that have a little bit of a psychotic tendency. I'm just kidding. Who doesn't? Who doesn't, yeah. But, yeah. On that note... Thanks for listening to Status Random. This was episode 59. And stay tuned for next week because I have a good one. And until then, bye. Bye.